0: Welcome to Teo Podcast Season 1, The Pandemic Press. How are you guys? Liking the show so far? Let me know by giving a thumbs up, subscribing, and giving us five stars. I keep on forgetting to say this because it's my first time with podcasting and all. So some of you are extremely nice with me since it's my first time handling this. And I am your host and founder of Teo Education and Teo Academy, Rashni Hepawasam. Make sure you check out the logo, Teo with the light bulb. We are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. It's episode 6. We are going to talk about how to strengthen your immune system holistically. treat And holistically treat a condition like COVID-19. We are also going to talk about what's going on in India as a variant has emerged infecting everyone. Many people are trying to sell their supplements for the prevention of coronavirus. So please don't believe everything on the internet. The truth is uh, there are no known supplements that will keep you healthy from coronavirus specifically. However, some supplements have being scientifically proven to assist your immune system when you have the common flu. So, coronavirus has, is somewhat like the common flu and pneumonia. So, that's the kind of idea we have when we are like looking at this virus. And also, it has um, a specific new symptom, which is blood clotting. So, without considering the blood clots, I'm going to tell you that... How would you strengthen your immune system with a common flu? So you would use vitamin C, you would use probiotics. If you don't know what probiotics are, I'll give you some examples. They're like yogurt, they're like cottage cheese, they are like kefir, they are like unpasteurized, mm-hmm. so carrot, kimchi. Uh, tofu, miso, natto, s- fermented soybeans, um, soy sauce, kombucha. These are like uh, Baltic uh, fermented beverages, like rye beer. These are probiotics, and these are good for your health. You know, some sites say elderberry syrup is good for something like the cold or COVID-19, but I did not check on that because... Um, some say elderberry syrup um is good and some say that you had you, you need to watch out so some say elderberry syrup but let's just take a look at the syrup in more detail shall we like they say elderberry uh, extracts uh, contributes to a, something called a cytokine storm First, to understand what is a cytokine storm, we have to understand what are cytokines. So these are like your small protein secretions released by cells. It's released by your human cells. And it's like small particles. So like little, little tiny balls. If if I would say it's like peas, okay, between two cells, like tiny peas, between two cells so it's like having a specific effect on the interactions and communications between cells so they're like peas they look like peas uh, in a diagram version between two cells two human cells so imagine there are two different types of cells so A is the cytokine producing cell and cell B is the target cell so imagine there are like two different types of cells, A and B, and cell A receives a stimulus. The stimulus can be like fire, heat. So, like, take, like um, if you put your finger in a candle flame and you suddenly take it out, that's a response, right? That's the, when you move your hand away, when you move your finger away from the heat. It's a response that's uh, that's that's called a response, and when you feel the heat, that is called the stimulus. so a receives cell A receives a stimulus producing cytokines like p like p structured, tiny balls okay so cell A receives a stimulus and starts producing cytokines to send a signal to cell B. So, the cytokines then bind with the receptor of cell B and fits like a puzzle or Lego piece. And cell B produces a response or an effect. So, receptors are like, um, could be the other half of a puzzle or Lego piece. And the P or cytokine step structure, uh, the P, P-sized size, P structure, or they are called cytokines. They bind with the receptor. And when they bind with the receptor of cell B, it produces a response or an effect. So cell A is the cytokine-producing uh, cytokine cell, and cell B is the target cell. So what happens actually in a cytokine storm? So what happens in a cytokine storm is that various inflammatory cytokines are produced at a much higher rate than normal. So this overproduction of cytokines causes a positive feedback on other immune cells to be recruited to the site of injury that can lead to organ damage, which accounts to the significant number of deaths from SARS or COVID-19. So this can also lead to multiple organ dysfunction syndrome modes. So what doctors do is that they try to neutralize the antibodies. Neutralizing the antibodies can stop a pathogen from infecting the body by affecting how the molecules of the pathogen or virus's surface can enter cells in the body. This blocks the attachment of the virus into the human cell. As well as the entry to the human cell. This method also stops pathogens from changing their structure in order to replicate inside the cell. Once it has been neutralized by NAB um, and it's called it's like interferon beta um, interferon beta neutralized and uh, neutralized antibodies so that's what NAB stands for Um, The pathogen is then degraded by the white blood cells and then the spleen filters the pathogen or virus or bacteria to be excreted through urine or faeces. So this happens with a lot of pathogens and this is normally a natural response from your immune system. There is nothing so artificial here. So this happens a lot in passive immunization, a lot. Because when you're like, this is why children or babies are protected against COVID-19. Babies are protected um, from COVID-19 because they have their mother to breastfeed them. And when she breastfeeds them, what happens is that extra antibodies are reaching the baby. And that's why why they are more protected. Similarly, we are going to talk about other um other let's say ingredients that would um, cope with uh, COVID-19 or similar conditions like flu type conditions or pneumonia like conditions so we'll have um similarly vitamin D has also uh been proven in promoting cytokine storms, so therefore in the case of these kind of diseases it's better to have low levels of uh, vitamin d so how do you have low levels of vitamin d is to stay indoors that's why they tell you uh, okay we are facing a pandemic it's better to stay indoors isolate yourself and therefore having low levels of vitamin d can help combat COVID-19. So it's good and it strengthens the immune system as well. Therefore, like uh, tropical countries are more likely to attain the virus since almost everyone is outdoors and it's hot, especially if your country is close to the equator line. Yes, that's a problem. (laughs) Avoid also collodial silver as well. So other ingredients include, you should include um for facing these types of diseases are diluted apple cider, vinegar, coconut oil, garlic, green tea, and there is an interesting study with zinc. The interesting fact about zinc is there is some thought, some degree of thought that it uh, may inhibit the entry of coronavirus, but again, There's not enough evidence to support their claims, you know, since this is a new strain of virus. And keep in mind, however, high levels of zinc lowers copper, leading to depression. So therefore, we should have a balance of these minerals, these mineral ions. Overall, um, how do you strengthen your immune system is basically you have to drink plenty of fluids like it could be milk, it could be water, it could be juices, It's, you have to be always hydrated throughout the day, especially summer is coming, so your fluid level should be increasing right now. Um, Exercise regularly, I'm sure most of you do that, and it's kind of like a fashion statement more than uh, a lifestyle right now, because everybody likes um, wearing, you know, exercise outfits, taking pictures of themselves. I'm not a photogenic person, so... (laughs) <laughs> that's unfortunate um less stress levels have a good night's sleep this is incredibly important because a lot of people think that they should be hard working yes you should be hard working but that doesn't mean you have to kill your brain for it it's like if you don't have enough of sleep your brain is literally dead so don't do that to yourself Eat a balanced diet, like um, I've talked about this in quite detail um, in my book. So lean proteins are good complex carbs. And I'm, I've even talked given the reason and the scientific explanation behind it so that uh, all of you can understand what's actually happening when you consume um, other types of proteins, other types of carbs. So minimize your level of processed food sugars and beverages that have no nutrients. Like if you suffer a mild degree of COVID-19 or similar diseases. Like take peppermint or eucalyptus. As they have soothing effects of the throat and upper respiratory tract. Fenugreek breaks down mucus. Uh, eucalyptus and tree oil relieve coughs. So herbs break down mucus. That's why I put like... I put Almost every herb that I have, like a speck of every herb that I have, in the morning, in my egg. Like literally. And it has like chili flakes in it. That just gives like a taste. Like it's like my my omelette is like the most tastiest thing in the morning. So, because of the herbs and the chili flakes. That's how I like my omelette. So... Herbs help break mucus and ease pain and inflammation. So, and also you should do this, like gargle salt water. Like uh, what my parents would do is, my dad used to do this actually. He used to take a glass of water um, and we drink boiled water. We don't drink like mineral water all the time. Uh, So um, he boils some water. He puts that hot water in a cup and then he adds some salt and then he puts some pepper and then he like mixes the solution up and then he asks me to um gargle the salt water Uh, this kind of makes you feel comfortable with your throat especially when you have like a sore throat and all that and don't drink water or any other fluids afterwards just like this is what i do is that i drink everything else like before um before I take this salt water solution and gargle it. And then it's especially good for the night because it's so comfortable to sleep. Uh, And it's also good to, like, take a scarf and, like, wrap your neck, uh, wrap it around your neck uh, in the night when you go to sleep because this all helps um, to cure your sore throat. And um, um, what I do is that... I. I brush my teeth and I gargle salt water, and I go to sleep. It makes, it's really comfortable to go to sleep when you have a sore throat and stuff like this. So you could like swallow, you could swallow the saliva yeah, like with ease. It won't be painful, and the information like lessens over time. So this is a good method. Also, um, if when you have this like mild degree of COVID nineteen or any other similar disease, or like the common flu, it's uh good to intake a specific amount of caffeine. In my book, I talked about different levels of caffeine, so you could control um your level of intake of caffeine itself. So coffee and tea also have caffeine and works because it opens up airways in the lungs so this is also good Um, and also you have to go outside take the warm damp air and as it promotes uh, easy breathing so plenty of uh, rest for body repair is needed as i said before and try ginger beer and turmeric tea like there are like home recipes you can search up on youtube and google and pain if you are having um, pain unbearable pain You can take uh, painkillers, but I wouldn't recommend taking painkillers. But if you cannot handle the adverse defects of the pain, you can take uh, ibuprofen uh, or Advil. That's what it's called. You can also have like warm showers. Like I love warm showers because it makes me feel like really comfortable. And it's also good for my face since I have like a really oily skin. So... the pores kind of open up and release the oil for that second and then um the water becomes cold a bit and then it actually closes the pores so it's actually good for my skin as well when I use like warm water I bathe in warm water like I like I don't know how people probably bathe in like cold water maybe because their body's like used to it like I come from a tropical country so hell no like cold water i like cold water when it's really hot like i can't but cold water in cold surroundings are like impossible for me <laughs> um it's my body my body has gotten used to um those type of conditions so cold water in the middle of winter is hell no for me um Anyways, uh, we're going to talk about what is happening in India. Uh, is that um, it's close to the equator line? It's warm, so it's it's an overpopulated country, and it's said to surpass China as early as, as two thousand and twenty-four. Like, imagine fifty pili uh, fifty million um, live in less than uh, two U US, uh, US dollars a day, and one hundred ninety-four point four million are undernourished. So you have poor diet um, people who have poor diet and you have um, overpopulation so it's easy for the virus to spread and food, uh, in, food security is the worst if you take a look at the hygiene levels are incredibly low they still face problems with water supply and sanitations And this makes it easy for a disease like COVID-19 to spread. Same thing with Brazil as well with the hygiene levels. That's why the children are getting sick. They don't know how to actually um, take proper, you know, care of themselves or their parents are trying to having a hard time, you know, teaching them this to them. And the overall education level also affects uh, their day to day lives. So these are the conditions that increase the lifespan to for pathogens in general. And that's why COVID-19 cases increase. Different countries have different conditions that we have to take into consideration. It's not only um, one side that the media just tells you. And uh, that's because it's it's not coronavirus to blame. It's like other factors sort of influence the spread of the disease itself. So oh, so we're coming to the end of the podcast um I would like you to subscribe and give us a five st- give us five stars because come on you need this uh, podcast in a, in the course of a pandemic like this one and you need to know the truth it's not like it's for every country it's not the same answer for every person it's not the same answer as well and um take into consideration that We'll be trying our best to improve uh, our podcast and we'll be launching YouTube videos as well. Our website is on the making. Website is on the making. And uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook, uh, YouTube and LinkedIn and Instagram as well. I am your host, Rashni Heva Wasam, and I am signing out. See you next week on Teo Podcast, The Pandemic Press, available on any device. Just like, give us a thumbs up, give us five stars, comment on how this uh, podcast can improve itself. And if you have any questions, we will answer them on future podcasts. See you guys.